Testing, we're seeing, are we live? We are trying to find out if we are live. That's what we're trying to do. And then just to make sure everything is working, you know what I mean? And then from there, we will go on to the show. So right now, we're still trying to figure it out. Am I live? Okay, James says, yes, live. Um, okay, we live. Amazing. All right, we got some good stuff we're going to get into. Um, I won't hold you guys too long but guess what we're getting into some stuff so let's get right on with the show let's do it Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. It is another Tuesday. Amazing. Last week, topics to be covered. Last week, if you guys remember, I don't know if you guys remember. I barely remember what I ate for breakfast. So I get it. But last week, we talked about it's time to say bye to the lie. We really got into some stuff. I just the I was listening, I, I was watching the chat. Uh, I rewatched the episode um, not too long ago, and I was watching the chat, and you guys were, the chat was cooking me. The chat was cooking me. I didn't even realize it until I rewatched the show and I was watching the chat. You guys were were going in <laughs> on me. <laughs> I was dying. I was looking at the chat. I was like, yo, they are, I don't know if you guys were were, were disagreeing with the message. I don't think you guys were disagreeing. But you guys were like, what is he talking about? What? I don't get it or whatever. But I was dying. But you guys were really cooking me. I'm not going to lie. But it's all good. So last week we talked about time to say bye to the lie. I thought I made sense. You know? But you know what they say about every thought. (laughs) But last week. Episode 25, you can go uh, stream that or uh, re-watch it or watch it for the first time or whatever. It's on my on my channel, right? So go do that if you did not catch it. I thought it was good. So make sure you do that. Today, 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 you see by the title, I'm going to just leave it at that. And we're just going to go into it, okay? We're not going to talk about it right now. At least we're just going to go into it and we'll go from there. But before we do any of that, you know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. Hit that like button. Smack it. Later, smack that on the like, subscribe and share button. Tell your people's 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 about the show so we can get the subscribers up and a message out. You know how it works. Also, make sure you share the message to them now. I mean, share the link to them right now and do that ASAP and like ASAP and, and all that good stuff. Now, you know why? Because it helps the algorithms do their thing. And that's what we need. So make sure you do that. What's up, chat? Appreciate y'all for tuning in. 
Amazing. Also, this is a talk show, so you can call in. Let me get this stuff out the way. You can call in. The call-in number is 888-775-3773, and we can talk, and we can fellowship, and we can argue. Whatever you want to do, I'm here for it, all in the name of Jesus, right? So we can get into that. Also, lately, we've been having good calls and some interesting calls, and I've been getting to them. Chat, are you proud of me? Because you guys were still getting on me last week, like, he ain't get to the call. When he going to get to a call? He talking too much. But I got to some calls. I got to some calls yesterday. So give me my credit. Where's my credit? So I have been trying to take calls and be mindful of that. But like I said, you can call in 888-775-3773. And I will take your calls um, as I see fit. It has it make sense. But also when they come up. Sometimes calls aren't, aren't there. So I can't take calls that don't exist. Anyway, also, um, if you cannot call in and it's hard because you're at work or you got stuff going on or you're busy or you're a little shy, then you can um, send a comment or a question via Super Chat in the chat box, okay? You can send a Super Chat in the chat box, and uh, there I can read it, and I usually read them like in the middle of the show. Um, and I can answer the question or respond to the comment, or if you just want to support your boy, you can do that as well by sending the super chat. Amazing. Good stuff. So I was just doing my thing, waking up every morning, getting to work, looking at social media, and there's some few people that popped up like on a consistent basis, right? Like they keep popping up in different videos and different platforms. And Lizzo was one of them. Now, mind you, I do only do my show once a week, right? So when it's fresh in the news, sometimes obviously I can't talk about it because I don't do a show every day. I have to wait till Tuesday. So I don't know if it's still a thing. It's still popular, but I wanted to talk about it today. A, a couple things. But Lizzo has been in the, the, the headlines, right, recently. Some of you guys already know the story, but um, I do want to show a picture of Lizzo real quick, just in case you guys don't know who Lizzo is. Lizzo is a uh, music artist. I believe she sings as well. She raps. And she plays instruments. So she plays a flute, I believe. And, um, yeah, she's known for being the voice for uh, big women. Right? She's like the front, the front runner for body positivity. And also for, like, big girl beauty. Like, you guys got to accept women as being big, women who are big, are beautiful, and they're perfect just as they are, and beauty is, I mean, uh, uh, fat is uh, beautiful, right? She really pushed that. That was like her thing. Like, I want everybody, I want the world to know that, yes, I'm big, but I'm big and beautiful, right? She said that. She stood on that. Big and beautiful women can also be successful 
That was her thing. And guess what the world did? Yeah, you're right, Lizzo. She's right. She, Big people are beautiful as well. Yeah, that's right on, Lizzo. You're right. People believed it, and they went with it. You better not talk about Lizzo like that. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful woman, right? You're, you're body shaming if you're talking about Lizzo's weight. That's a beautiful lady, right? All this stuff. The world just went with it. They just went with it, went with the lie, and embraced Lizzo as her lifestyle, the things she believes. They just embraced it and accepted it as normal, as the new standard. That's what they did. That's what the world did. And if you look at the Calvin Klein billboards, the Calvin Klein billboards, I think the one last year or maybe the, the one two years ago, I don't know. But they're like, the Calvin Klein, there's like a big plus-size model on there. But it ain't just plus-size. It's like plus-plus. Like she big. Like unhealthy big. But they have her on the thing as a model, showcasing that it's okay and beautiful to be a big person, a giant person, humongous. Basically saying, without saying, it's okay to be unhealthy. And at risk. For diseases, sickness, death. Right? But they dress it up in saying, like, beauty. And the world just went with it. And they just believe it. So I'm going to talk about that because she's in the headlines right now, right? And this is one of the headlines from ABC News. Is, um, you see it there? Headline from ABC News. And it's former Lizzo, former Lizzo dancers were weight shamed and pressured while at a strip club, lawsuit says. So she's being sued. Lizzo is being sued by her dancers, her three former dancers, and they have filed a lawsuit against Lizzo accusing the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Right? And I thought that was so interesting because it's just evident of how the world works. You can come back to me. It's just evident how the world works because the one that didn't want to be body shamed is now the one in the judgment seat telling body shaming her, which I don't know why she has no right to body shame. And I don't, I mean, sometimes you don't know how, how true these headlines are. You don't really know exactly how things were said. But if she's body shaming, there's no way that this big woman who embraces big people uh, as healthy, that she's body shaming somebody else, right? But the point is, is that um, She's now getting backlash. And everybody wants to call her so beautiful, so sweet, so nice. And she has problems. And she has no different problems than the average person than everybody else. That's not the point, right? It's not about calling her out. But it's about calling out foolishness. And I want to talk about it because what people fail to realize and what people um, 
don't do. And this is why it's important to know thyself. Because when you know thyself, you know what's going on in you. So you know exactly how to read what's going on in other people. Right? But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Lizzo did all this preaching, all this grandstanding for big women and all this stuff because she has problems accepting herself. She has problems accepting that she's overweight. She has problems accepting that she has issues that she's dealing with. She's got skeletons. She's got conflict. Right? She's believing the lies, right? But instead of saying that, she instead puts all her energy in making people accept accept her, believe the lie. And the crazy thing is that it worked. <laughs> the crazy thing is, is that it worked. People believed it. And she's rich, making money. When if we just stop, Anyway, I don't want to get carried away into that because I got some other people I want to, uh, points I want to make about the things that they're, what's going on. But here's the thing is that Lizzo knows the truth, right? She may have convinced other people and other people know the truth too, right? Um, but Lizzo knows the truth about herself. She knows that she's believed a lie. But here's the point. There's a shame she's experiencing about her life that won't allow her to admit it. There is a shame that she's experience, experiencing about her life and the things that she's dealing with internally that she won't admit to. But she knows the truth but she can't embrace it or accept it as easy as she can embrace and accept being fat as healthy, being um, a big, beautiful woman. Those are lies to make you feel good. So she knows that, but I'm going to come back to that. Um, ooh, before I get to, cause I'm, right now I'm going to talk about Mia Khalifa. I'm going to get into Mia Khalifa. Some of you guys know who that is, uh, and I know why some of you know. <laughs> that was a good joke. But I'm going to take a call because they want to talk about Lizzo really quick. I'm going to take a call, and then we'll get to into Mia Khalifa. Uh, Justin out of Fullerton um, is on the line and wants to talk about Lizzo. Justin, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Oh, thank you. Good, good, uh, good day to you, Joel. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate uh, it. I I just was curious about how uh, you would come up with a question like why, you know, and it makes sense. Why would someone that body shames others do that herself? Right. You know, she, she is a individual who as any, any human uh, is conditioned. And I think if they're abused, any abuse that goes on, whether it's physical, verbal, mental, sexual, uh, it, it scars people, but they, they become the abusers. Yeah. And, in certain families, you know, there is an accepted level of, you know, abuse, you know, but it's like if you're spanking a child and you say, don't do this, it's to, you know, don't burn your hand or something, you know, something to protect them, walk, walk like when you look both ways before you cross the street, 
But in this case, if somebody has been put down, and let's say, just real simple, the person sees the sees in the mirror the other person doing something they detest, which might be like, I don't know, gorging themselves, eating too much, they could say that that individual what she's doing is looking at that other person like a mirror and yeah. hate, and hating the sin. Yeah. What she yeah. hates the r- ramifications in her life, but that's yeah. what is her life now. She's yeah. now being used as a pawn advertising or whatever you're talking about model, modeling like that, that is being a marker to, to let people know that, you know, you, it's almost like you can be accepted because you see a mirror in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Trade as that's nothing positive to carry yeah. that much weight around. Um, it, 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 and so I think it probably just is, is a reflection and she really detests what she's seeing and you cannot do that. And it doesn't matter if you, are that way or it doesn't matter if you think other people are that way you can't go around abusing people uh her day in court and she can voice her side of it but uh it's it's a sad thing that's happening to her that's uh i no, i agree justin 100 percent, and um you make great points and um i agree 100 percent uh definitely when you talk about how you hate the sin when you hate the sin you hate it in yourself, so you hate it in all people. And then when you see it out in the world, yeah. then you judge it because you you first judge it within yourself, right? So I totally yeah. I, I totally agree with it. And I'm actually gonna make I'm gonna further make that point as I get further into um all right. yeah, my 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 topics here. But I thank you for calling in, Justin. Great points. Hey, thank you. And I'm gonna all add right. to that right now. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate it. Call me again. All right. All right. He was kind of his phone was kind of cutting in and out too. Um, but he said a lot of good things. He really did, and he's a hundred percent right about the the sin. When you hate the sin, when you and that's the tricky part. Christians don't don't realize that is that when you hate the sin, then you judge the sin, and you judging all people. But it actually first comes from you, right? You hate it in yourself, so you judging all people. So when you accept your sin as good, then you, you then you're gonna accept it in all people, and that's the point he was trying to make. So, yeah, he's right about that, and that's what Lizzo did, and that's what the rest of the world just went along with it, and just went with it. And I hope people are seeing that, like, wow, what was I, what was I doing, and having that reflective moment because that's insane. That's insane. Now, Mia Khalifa. We have a picture uh, of Mia Khalifa. So some of you guys know who Mia Khalifa is. Um, she is a, uh, a previous or former porn star, now turned media influencer, right? She turned away from porn, didn't want to do that anymore. She felt she was being objectified every time she would walk outside. She didn't feel like she had privacy. And then she blamed... Um, Men for that. She blamed men um, for, oh, she blamed the porn in- industry. I read this in a source. She, ra- um, she blamed the porn industry for um, men objectifying her and um, not properly explaining what the job was going to entail. They tricked her. And um, 
the contracts weren't what they were. And it's the men's fault. It's the man's fault, right? But she goes to, she's now a media influencer. She's all over social media. And she turned to TikTok, right? And she does videos on TikTok. I didn't know uh, anything about her. Like, I didn't know she was even on TikTok um, until I seen this video. Because I just got on TikTok. I wasn't even on it recently. So I didn't even know she was on there. But her videos were popping up even on Instagram. So I watched it because it's been going viral. And on this TikTok video, some of you guys may see it, some some of you guys may haven't. Um, she's devaluing the commitment of marriage in this video. And she goes into detail about her life. And she just kind of devalues it to me. So let's listen to it and you can tell me what you guys think. You see it there? We're working on it. Oh, we're comparing stats. Baby girl doesn't know that I am Tom Brady at this game. Married at 18, divorced at 21. Second marriage. Married at 25, divorced at 28. Third engagement. Engaged at 29, ended it at 30, but I kept the ring. I'm still keeping Tom Brady on his toes. We should not be afraid to leave these men. We are not stuck with these people. Marriage is not a sanctimonious thing. It is it is paperwork. It's something it's 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 a commitment you make to someone. But if you feel like you're not getting anything from that commitment and you're trying, you got to go. You got to go. You have to go. I know it's difficult to fill out paperwork and to make appointments and to do all of these things, but this is your fucking life. Do you want oh, to be sorry, stuck guys. with someone? Period. Do you want to be stuck with someone? Dang, I didn't know she dropped. Oh, I did know, but I forgot to do it, to bleep it. Sorry, y'all, but we adults. Sorry, kids, if you're watching. Or parents who have their kids with them watching the show. I'm sorry, but the point... You know what I'm saying? Like, the point is, she says, we should not be afraid to leave these men. You see how, it, like, it, it becomes about men. And I don't say this to call people, to call these people out. Mia, Lizzo, Meek Mill. I'm, I'm making a point because this is, this is things I've seen in myself. These, this is things that I see in myself that I have to be aware of as well. So this is no call out, but it's, it's recognition. Because it needs to be said. Because why? She says, we should not be afraid to leave these men. You see how it all goes back to men. That was the point I was making. You see how it all goes back to men. It points. It points. It blames. It's men. The advice, in my opinion, should have been, we need to take our time to get to know someone. Because she said she's been in two marriages and one engagement, right? So why is she telling her followers, we need, we need to take our time to get to know somebody before we get married, before we make the commitment. We need to take our time to develop a friendship, to develop a trust, to truly know the person, right? I didn't do that. Why isn't she saying, I didn't do that in my past two marriages, and that's where I went wrong. And I was also blaming the man for when I had issues too, right? So we should look at ourselves 
and work on ourselves and then we'll attract the right men or attract the right woman in our lives. Why is she telling her followers that? Because she can't admit that to herself. She can't face that. Why? Because she knows the truth. She knows the truth, but why can't she face it? Because there's a shame she's experiencing about her life that won't allow her to admit it. There's a shame she's experiencing about her life that won't allow her to admit it. The shame. Okay? Same thing as Lizzo. It's the same thing. Not being honest. Not facing the truth. But they know it. But they can't face it. All because of one thing. The shame. So now, some of you guys, I'm moving fast here. I'm moving along, right? Let me know if I'm making sense. Let me check the chat. Right, what you guys saying? I got to watch you guys in the chat. Because I thought we were friends. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm playing. But, yeah, they know the truth. But one thing is in a way. Now... You guys, some of you guys know. Um, I know Hassan knows. There's a rapper who I happen to like. His music, at least. I don't know him. But his music, he makes good music. And I think he's dope. I don't know how Hassan feels about him. But I think he's a good he's a good artist. He's made dope songs that, um, in my opinion, um, from his beginning times, have lasted, and I think will last, like classic songs. And he's a mainstream rapper. He's also known for, uh, you could you could show a pic. This is Meek Mill. You guys know who that is? He made songs like Dreams and Nightmares, House Party, um, Shell Toes, um, all kinds of stuff. Some of you guys are like, what is he talking about? But, yeah, Meek Mill is also known for dating Nicki Minaj. You guys know Nicki Minaj. You don't know Meek Mill. You know Nicki Minaj, right? Everybody knows Nicki Minaj. He was known for also for dating Nicki Minaj. He already had a name, so Nicki Minaj didn't make his career. She maybe helped it a little bit more, but he was already kind of known because he's actually really talented. And, uh, yeah, he used to date Nicki Minaj. But it's so interesting because we live in a time now which is kind of good. Like, we live in a crazy time. We live in a crazy time. But it's also kind of good because God is getting, like, further and further away. And that's the bad part, right? But the good part of it is that people are just being honest and being straight up because they've lost the idea of what is right and wrong, right? So they don't have as much shame to be wrong or be off because it's gotten so far away. So now we're getting, like, honesty about what they're really feeling. And they're not even realizing what they're saying, right? And sometimes you go unconscious, right? But anyway, they're not even realizing what they're saying, and they're revealing themselves, 
And it's so interesting because Meek Mill posted a video, um, and in the video, he's admitting to rapping about ignorance for the money. He's basically saying that, um, I won't say exactly what he's saying, I'll play the clip, but he's admitting to rapping about ignorance for the money. But let's roll the clip. We get paid to rap about that stuff. They actually pay us more when we rap about more ignorant stuff. So I make sure I even align and come up talking on stages like this. But you guys, the NAACP open up doors for people like me to be able to power forward because the things that fund us, that don't power me forward. So he says that's why he likes, he thanks the NAACP for allowing him to go up on the stage because he wants he wants to even the line by um, being able to speak the truth and being honest on a stage like that because in his rap career, they pay him to talk about ignorant stuff. So he agrees to do it. Now, I don't want to, I don't want, when I say this, I don't want it to make it seem like it's like a big deal. Cause then you, then we go and like demonize people. Right. And then we like look down upon them. So I don't say this for that reason. Right. But I mean, not like I can control what people do anyway. Right. But basically he's selling his soul for the sake of money. He's selling his soul for the sake of money because he knows and he feels guilty. He feels guilty about what he's doing. So that's why he has to admit to the audience, the NAACP, that he's grateful to be up there because I have to even the line because I'd be talking about ignorant stuff. But that's why I'm grateful to come up on this stage so I can even the line. He has to find a way to justify his wrongdoing. He's finding a way to justify it justify his guilt that he feels. And guilt is from Satan, too. So, and that's and that guilt is what's making him feel like he has to to go on stage and prove that I'm still kind of good. I got to make this money though. I got to go get this money. And I understand that part, but to what extent? You know what I mean? Because we got to make money. And we got to go get money. That's just reality. But to what extent? But really quick, I want to ask Hassan. uh, Hassan. What the? Hassan. Because before I, I make like that, finish the point, and then I'll get to some calls. But the lines are open right now, 888-775-3773. The lines are open. You guys can call in. So don't get mad at me if I don't take no calls. The lines are open. You can call in. But let me ask Hassan. Hassan, what do you think about um, Meek Mill going on stage and saying that? But also, what do you think about my opinion of him selling his soul? You may have a different take. Yeah, no, I just think he's a complete fed and um ooh <laughs> it it him admitting to that is the least he should be admitting to you know but like yeah. what do you mean what do you mean exactly 
Well, I just believe I I believe any of these people like Puff Daddy, Meek Mill, uh, any of these like people who claim that they're like hardcore, they've all gotten into situations where they were supposed to spend life in prison, and miraculously, oh. they're not anymore. And when you do that, uh, it's also ironic that they come out and become these democratic yeah. uh, zombie pawns. Yeah. Because if they don't listen to everything that the Democrats want them to push, they're going back to prison. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I think that like him admitting to that is just the tip of the iceberg of like a lot of these folks, but specifically him. Oh, so you think that it's a secret. It's a, it's typically a secret that these people are doing these things behind the scene, like selling ignorance to make the money. Um, that's, those are secrets that get kept in the closet, but he's over here admitting it. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Is that what you mean? Well, no, like that, I mean, that at this point is pretty exposed. Like, we understand that, like, the people that run these companies, yeah, you know, non-Christians, are promoting a lot of things for that. We understand that. Like, yeah. that's that's why him saying it is almost like, okay, cool. Yeah. But we are like we already knew. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> but what you what we don't necessarily know about uh, that he doesn't want to talk about is how he's completely a uh, shill for these yeah. democratic like yeah. politicians. Yeah, and then the NAACP, which is ran by, I don't know who it's ran by, but Jesse talks about. A lot of these, he's he's got into to detail about a lot of these people who run these organizations and their beliefs, and it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. And Meek Mill has, um, I mean, like Hassan said, he's he's admitting to it. But these are things that we already knew. But it's just interesting to me. I don't know if it's interesting to you, Hassan, that he's in a like he admits it. Like he's basically saying. I'm doing it because usually they'll say it like we knew, right? But then we there's also like this mystery of like thinking that, well, maybe they really believe this or maybe they're genuinely like lost, right? But it's interesting to me to actually hear him say confidently, yeah, they pay us and that's why we do it. <laughs> Is that a shock to you or not to me or, or not to you? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 yes and no. I mean, yeah. just because, like I said, I think like that, that gambit is almost like we, we don't even almost care about that gambit anymore. It's like he knows that the real thing now that could be exposed is, is the real deal. Uh, okay. You know, okay. like, you know. Well, once you got like yeah. Michael Rubin, the owner of the yeah. Sixers, and uh, you know these people who are like getting you out of these situations, yeah. it becomes like a very the real schemes. The, the real, real scheme is yeah. the real scheme is real deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but good yeah, point. but, uh, but good as point. far as that, yeah, it is kind of interesting to see people, I guess, just yeah. completely owning up to it. Yeah, but it's like to me. 
and I, and Hassan is completely right. Um, there's there's probably deeper things that they're involved in that's allowing them to, or like let's speak on Meek Mill, that's allowing him to, and we don't know, right? Maybe Hassan knows, I don't know, but we don't know, right? To where like, um, but we have clues. We have clues that these people are involved in these things, right? And Meek Mill may be involved in these deeper conspiracies that happen that may be true and deeper things that if they were exposed, it would like change a lot, right? So when it comes to these white lies and when it comes to these things like him making music, ignorant music because it pays him, he's okay with letting that off. You know what I mean? Like he's okay with allowing that to slip through the cracks, right? Just to make himself feel a little better. Like, I mean, let me confess this, right? So Hassan just made a good point that made me realize too is that that's probably the, the reason why he's allowing himself to even admit that because he's like, man, I got, there's other things that, you know, <laughs> we can't share. No, and that's a good point. Like, yeah. I, I'm glad you're saying that because, you know, like even a lot of these different people who will mix a little bit of truth in with all their lies. Yeah. Like a lot of these different people, like Jesse talks about the race hustlers or Farrakhan or who, whoever. Yeah. Like you hear certain people be like, oh, that was, yeah, that sounded about right. Yeah. So even the most liaring pe- person yeah. mixes a little truth in there. Yeah. Or they wouldn't be in business. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. you're right. It's almost like, let me it, let me let you in on this. So that I can try to build some sort of like favor, like yeah. oh, look, I'm just a, yeah. look how an honest guy I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. like that yeah. is like we off that we you know the, yeah the, the, we the already real, knew the real detriment yeah. that you're trying to play now is like yeah so yeah no that's a good point but yeah at the end of the day um and thank you Asan at the end of the day um. My thing is I like to try to figure out the root cause of why I personally do things, the root cause of it. Like, I like to just, I'm just curious. I always, I ask why, like, what is the root? I want to get to the root. And for me, um, part of the problem is right there. The money, if you listen, if you really listen to rap music, and there's nothing wrong with hearing certain songs because they're good music, good beats, good flow, good stuff. So don't feel guilty about that kind of stuff, right? If you feel like you should cut it off, then cut it off. But don't be like, oh, don't be too holy either. But the point is that in rap music, we know and we've known that it's about chasing the money. It's about the money. Go get the money. Hustler. We do money is the the motivation, right? Cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. We heard that and we've known that, right? But I don't think that we truly understand what causes that. Like, look, what what extent has Meek Mill gone to that we don't know about for the money? Like, he'll go up in the booth and lie, or not even lie. Maybe he's really in the streets doing this stuff, or he knows people that are doing this stuff. So he may not be lying, 
right? It may be truth, but he is selling it because that's what makes the money. Sex sells, drug sell, lies sell. So he's going in the booth and he's doing this thing for the sake of the money. And for the sake of his consciousness, he has to go on stage at NAACP, who also are part of the problem, <laughs> to try to feel better. But no, overcome. So going back to the point, he knows the truth. But there's a shame he's experiencing about his life that won't allow him to admit it. All three of those people, Mia Khalifa, Lizzo, Meek Mill, all share the same thing. And, and we all do. Except some people choose to overcome it. And some people choose to, to um, stay in the darkness. But what do those three people have in common? They know the truth, but there's a shame. Shame won't let them admit the truth. And I'm going to tell you why. This is the point. This is the point. Stay with me, y'all. I'm about to make the point. Hold on. Are we still live? Okay, we're live. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, and by the way, uh, Nick told me that, that that clip was from NBC, not ABC. I think I said ABC News. That was from NBC News. The um, Sorry, the article about Lizzo was from NBC News and not ABC. Okay. So shame. Shame. What is shame? I was asking myself, what is shame, right? Because a couple episodes ago, I said that we should have a little shame. Shame will make you correct yourself. And then... Um, I had a conversation with Jesse, and Jesse pointed out to me, he's like, you also got to understand that shame um, is also a judgment. It's also an opinion. It's like guilt, right? And it also comes from the mind. It's also from Satan. And he was totally right. And what I had to realize is that in that moment, I mean, I knew it, but I didn't realize what I was saying, right? Like, for example, I didn't, I meant it in such a way that us recognizing that what we're doing is bears no fruit is important, right? And I use the word shame. And shame is a form of guilt. And it's a judgment. And shame brings on a feeling. And we're, we're trying to escape feelings because feelings keep you trapped, right? So I'm glad he pointed that out to me because now I don't want to use the word shame in a, in a good sense. So shame is just like guilt. You look down upon yourself, right? As a bad person, um, you believe the thoughts about yourself that you're wrong and um, you're a disgrace, right? And when people feel that shame, they don't want to go into it because it, it bears too much conflict, right? So instead of being honest, it's not that people don't want to be honest, right? It's not that people um, just, just are just sitting up there and just trying to just be negative. Now, the negativity may feed them more and satisfy them more, right? 
But deep down, they're going home at night and they're 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 realizing they're not happy, right? But we try to what happens is Satan sets it up in such a way that shame, guilt, and all these things come from a judgment, a lie that was whispered into our to our heads, right? And once that lie is believed, like that is so shameful, that's sinful about yourself, you feel it. And that feeling is the issue only. That's the problem, that feeling. Because that feeling speaks itself. It says, abort, abort. Death is near. Death is near. Stay away. Don't go into it. Run, run, run. So we never endure. We just avoid. Right? We avoid the illusion of death. So when we have something that we need to confess, when we have something that we need to admit, all Satan has to do is whisper a lie telling us that that is so shameful. If you admit that, you're going straight to hell. You're a terrible person. All you have to do is say that, make us believe it. Now we have shame, and now we don't even want to touch it. It's like a hot stove. Like, ah, I don't even want to go next to it. Because what might happen? If I touch the stove, I might get burnt. Nobody wants to get burned. So there is a pain we feel to the body from judgment that keeps us stationary. It keeps us at a standstill, halted, at rest, frozen, paralyzed, inactive. Paralyzed. There's a pain to the body that keeps us stationary, and it keeps us from true peace. And I'm going to tell you the very root of the problem, the very root, and hopefully, hopefully we get free is that we have a subconscious, subconscious, not conscious, but subconscious, deep. We have a subconscious fear of pain that we will experience if we proceed. So we have a subconscious fear of the pain we will experience if we proceed. He black. I didn't read it right. We have a subconscious fear of the pain we will experience if we proceed. So we have a fear that if we go into the pain, if we go through it, it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and ultimately lead to death. That's what we're afraid of. So instead, we, we lie. We're in denial. Because we just can't bear to admit it. We can't bear to admit it. But at some point, what are we going to do, y'all? Are we just going to stay in the dark? Or as an adult, are we to face it? We have to face it. You know what I mean? And, and I, there comes a point to where, like, we have understanding, but also there comes a point to where, like, as adults, we got to take accountability, And then I realized this about my own life. And I realized this about my own life. Because I find myself still in positions 
to where I don't move like I need to move because of that very pain, because of that subconscious fear, right? That what happens if I go into it? What, does the pain increase? Do I die? But Jesus had to endure the pain. But we think that's, that's actual death, but it's ego death. The ego is dying. But we believe that it's real, the real deal. We about to die. But I realize this. When and until we are fed up with the problems we face and the problems that we don't overcome and us continuing to, 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 to stumble and quote-unquote fall backwards and take a step back until we are fed up and we are ready to tap into the true peace, the everlasting life that God already promised he would give and then gave everlasting life. We already have internal life, perfect peace at all times. Cup runneth over. No conflict. Paradise on earth. Until we are fed up and we are ready to receive it, the gift that is already within us, when we are ready, we'll go get it. We'll just go get it. And we'll go through the pain. We won't wait. We won't be patient. Those things are good, right? But we won't like hope. We'll do. And we have the power to do. Sometimes we're just not fed up enough. We can go do it, right? We can go get the peace. We can go get the dream. We can go get it, but we have to be able to go through the pain. Go through the lie. Let it subside. And when we want it, we'll go get it. And my uncle had said something to me, and I'm going to wrap it up. My uncle had said something to me that was so true. And he said, your generation and the generation like below you, there's just something about you guys that just doesn't move. Like you guys are very stagnant. And at first I was like, I don't know what you're I don't understand what you're talking about. Right? I didn't get it. Cause I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, there's something about you guys that just are not hustlers. Right? You guys are just not going after it. You guys don't take initiative. You guys don't. He was saying these things, but I, I it didn't, like, hit me because I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing what I see is in front of me to do. I'm like, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be lazy. I don't think I'm lazy. I'm trying. And your heart may be in the right place, right? You're doing what you have to do. But there's a next step of, like, no, we're going to make this happen. That I, I totally understood when it, like it came back to me when he said that. I was like, wow. Because there's a difference of like doing the best you can 
which is a good thing. But then there's the next step, making it happen. Go get it. There is no do the best you can. Go get it. Go make it happen. And I didn't realize that till recently, right? And who knows if it'll change in my life, right? That's that's my battle, not battle, but that's for me now to decide how I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. But make it happen. We have the power to go make it happen. You want to make money? You can do it in the right way. But we got to go make it happen. And we make it happen by going through the pain. Because that's the only thing that stops us from making it happen. Am I making sense here or am I just talking? Mess. Am I making sense or nah? Help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense or am I just talking a bunch of gibberish? That could be the case. John Frederick said, could you drop a freestyle, Joel? <laughs> okay, right here, real quick. Uh, uh, man, I can't rap. John Frederick says, I'm dying. Oh, super chats. Let's get to Super Chats. But I'm going to finish that point, and then I'm going to take a quick call. Super Chats. Super Chats. Okay. So I hope that, I, that I'm making a little sense there because, yeah, I do feel, I do agree. I do feel like millennials, Gen Z, and a lot of people were, were, very, were very idle. And um, it's not really doing much for society, right? And we want to overcome, and our heart wants to overcome, and we and we're our hearts are pure, and we mean well, but we still kind of we still believe the lie, we still believe the thoughts, we still believe Satan, and Satan got us feeling a certain way, and then we won't move, we won't move, we stay paralyzed. And, and we stay that way until we get tired, until we get tired of this. No more. I don't want this anymore. I'm tired of drawing the same conclusion every single time, years and years. And then, then we'll realize, if God is willing, we'll realize that we've been had the power the whole time to go make it happen, go make it happen. God's power is in us. Go through the pain. It doesn't exist. The pain is not real. It doesn't exist. It's not true. On the other side of that false ego pain is life and peace. So all we got to do is just go through it. We don't even got to fight it. We don't even got to put up a fight with it. We just got to go through it and understand it's a lie. And when we truly understand that, it's done. It is finished. That's what Jesus said. Didn't he say when he overcame his ego? It is finished. Everlasting life. Paradise on earth. That's where I'm trying to get. Super Chat, sorry. Linian Chin says, Super Chats are back. Yay. Little Prince of, Little Prince of Prance won't starve. 
That's right, Lenny and Chen. May you prance in peace always, Joel Fry. Thank you, Lenny and Chen. I appreciate the support. Thank you, man. Um, Lenny and Chen has been around for a very long time, so I respect the loyalty as well, Lenny and Chen. Spoiler alert. Shout out to Algorithms. Right on, Algorithms. Uh, spoiler alert. Thank you for the, the donation. Uh, Lin Yan Chin again says, can you show us at least one tweak toe move per episode? Represent YP Little Business. I don't know what you said right there, but if I was stand, doing a stand-up podcast, I would show you guys a little move here and there. I would. I would. But I'm sitting down. What do you want me to do? Maybe one day. Spoiler alert goes, uh, sends another donation that says, they pay you more to rap about ignorant topics. Yep. Yep. That's how it works. Oh. Let me. Oh. <laughs> I'm horrible. Frederick, I'm sorry. It looked like you had something good to talk about, but you called in a little bit late. Um, so I can't get to you and I want to do my best to be, oh, oh, he's gone. Nick said I could have took it, but he's gone. It's okay. I want to get in the habit of, of ending on time. So sorry, Frederick, appreciate the call, but call me a little bit sooner so I can get to you sooner. You know what I mean? But thank you guys. I appreciate it. I hope that made sense. You know, I just be trying to relay the message the best I know how and what I believe to be true. So I hope that made sense. And, uh, yeah, keep sharing the message. Keep hitting that like button and subscribe button. It's working. It really is working. And I truly do appreciate it. I'm grateful. Keep doing it so the algorithms can do the thing. And that's the whole point. We got to get the message out there. You know what I mean? So thank y'all. Follow me on TikTok, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff, at Joel Friday TV on TikTok, at Joel Friday TV Podcast. The Gifted of Dance, all that stuff. Excuse me, subscribe across the board, and let's get it moving. Let's push the movement, the whole JLP network. Let's get it going. And maybe one day it will come to your city. Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe one day it will come to your city and like do like a thing with all the guys. I mean, I know you guys mainly want to see Jesse, but hey, Jesse will be there. But maybe one day. So I appreciate y'all. Until next time. Thank you. Amazing. Bye. <laughs> what the?